You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. This is podcast episode number 1,288, and this is our 1,601st interview. We've been on the air since March of 2009, and we're the longest-running business podcast here in Orange County, California. Doug Wheeler is a returning guest to our show, and he's the founder of Summit Performance Group. He's on the show today to discuss his company. Doug's firm has been in the conference management incentive travel industry for over 25 years. I'm going to be discussing with him how COVID-19 has impacted his business and his view on the future for his industry. Doug, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Great to hear your voice again, Rick. I hope you've been doing well. Uh, I'm doing. You know, this is your third appearance on our show. The first one was way back in 2013, and it's great to have you back on the show, my friend. Great. Thank you. So why don't we get started by tell us a little bit more about the niches you serve, what makes your company special. Just give us a sense for what it is you do, Doug. Great. So for 25 years, I've owned and operated Summit Performance Group, and uh, we're based in San Diego. And we work with a number of different corporations, associations, um, many of them Fortune 500. And we're also in alliance with several um, major global corporate travel partners. And basically, we provide meeting events, event technology, procurement, contracting, um, and on-site staffing services for meetings, events, trade shows, and incentive travel across the world. We're not a large firm, but we do about 120 programs a year. We talk to about 1,000 hotels a year um, across the board, and so we have some great global reach. We're very responsive, and uh, every client has a different need, but we have a very unique set of menu of services that we provide to our clients, um, really based and tailored around their specific needs. You know, you're um, in an industry that I'm really anxious to talk to you about the impact on COVID-19 and kind of your outlook. But before we get there, um, uh, you know, on the radio show, we have this belief that purpose that a company has, which we define purpose kind of as the difference you and your firm are trying to make in the world can um, Mm -hmm. really be a powerful branding moment for you. And as well as a a kind of an animating force behind you and your company. And I'm just wondering if, if you could share with us your business purpose. Well, we have a tagline, and we it is meetings motivate, motivation matters. So we are in the business of incentive travel and motivation. So at all levels of an organization, whether it be individual, team members, um, outside alliances, channel partners, clients, or prospects for a business, so that's really where that's our sweet spot is to go into a company and really work closely with them to say, how are you motivating people at all different levels? Now, a lot of our solutions are obviously involved with travel and meetings um, and leaving a company and going to an exotic destination or perhaps traveling to a national program, but we also work with clients on building programs internally within companies. So that's our mantra of meetings motivate, motivation matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of other things. I've had a, a client in the past, and I love a uh, 
a verbiage that he used, um, be bright, be brief, and be gone. And that's how I kind of work <laughs> with my internal teams. You know, always be bright, even during challenging times. And we've been through this before. Never really quite like this, but uh, I can talk to you more about that. Be brief, be succinct, really help people, be empathetic, be a great listener, and then get out of the way and let the program work. So that's how I've always worked with my teams and uh, really when I'm working with my clients as well. So. so we're talking with Doug Wheeler. He is the founder of Summit Performance Group. As I said, he is a returning guest to the program, and I always enjoy having you on the show and talking about what you're doing and what's going on. And, and particularly, we reached out to you at this time because we have been looking for guests in the hospitality industry, and we've had a few of them during this COVID crisis, at least so far. And I'm really curious I, you know, 25 years, like you alluded to just a little bit ago, you've seen a lot of things, Doug, in business. This one feels a little bit, and even to what you said, is kind of different than a lot. But from your perspective, what has been the immediate short-term impact of COVID-19 on what you do and your clients? Well, it's been an immediate impact, and I'm a little bit longer in my career, so it's been devastating to our industry because our industry is huge, the hospitality industry, because you think – Hospitality, hotels, resorts, cruise lines, airlines, all the meeting event firms, travel agencies, restaurants, all the suppliers, production, team building, catering, um, decor, you know, all the OTAs, the online travel agencies, Priceline.coms, the world. Everything has literally come to a stop. And um, we work with a lot of uh, national organizations, international organizations, particularly in the hotel side, because a lot of our work is, uh, and resort side, because a lot of our work emanates from there. And we have just, you know, massive furloughs, massive layoffs. I've laid off people in my own company. Hopefully I'll be able to bring them back. Um, I've cut hours, et cetera. So really broadsided us. But I, the first, I'm going to say, you know, late February, March into April, just a real pause. And now what do we do? And now people are starting to get information and we're kind of looking at the end of the tunnel, a little bit of light. We're opening up a little bit, and people are putting their plans into play here. It's I've been inundated, as I'm sure you have, with opportunities to be part of webinars and through the news and the, and the headlines are, I mean, even the headlines I'm just seeing from, some, um, from one of the periodics today are just really something um, as we try to figure out where this is all going. For our industry, obviously, it's huge with flying to destinations, so the airlines are a pivotal part of where we're going. As I mentioned, we're also in business with an alliance partner, a couple alliance partners, but one that's about an $800 million uh, global agency, corporate agency, and we support them with their meetings and events. And um, it has been devastating to them. However, they took a step back, and together we're working on some um, interesting strategies, kind of a 3.0 approach to meetings, events, and travel moving forward. So I think we're going to be well-positioned on the other end of this, the other side of it. It's really hard at this point, and I don't mean to ask you an unfair question, but 25 years in this space, you have some you know, street cred on this. Do you think there are permanent changes to your industry that are coming out of this moment in time? Oh, absolutely. Um, The things that we're talking about right now, and probably the largest one, are the hygiene protocols. I'm going to be getting on an airplane, hopefully on June 3rd, and flying to Denver to see some family members. The protocol of what's going to happen with the TSA experience, 
getting on the plane in terms of mass and cleanliness and potentially temperature checks, et cetera. That's going to carry all the way to the destination, how you actually get to a hotel. And like I say, we work closely with hotels. And virtually every chain and alliance of hotels has come out with their um, hygiene protocols. So um, for us, it's going to be a tremendous amount of education. It's going to also, a lot of things moving forward are going to be virtual, especially in the uh, near run. Meetings will be virtual. They'll also be hybrid. There'll be a tremendous amount of automation that will be doing a lot of mapping, that will be doing a lot of studying of areas that people are considering going to in terms of safety protocols and health protocols, not to mention when they get there, and also how people will be communicating. So it's um, it's almost overwhelming, but what I'm starting to see is I'm starting to see some emerging patterns. Uh, where we play in this is all about risk mitigation, and because we are experts and have been traveling and have seen a lot of destinations and been through an awful lot, thinking back on my career, our well position is to help guide people through this and to share as a resource information that we're getting. So, so that is that's a fantastic, thoughtful answer, and I was I was I knew you'd do that and give us some insight. And that, and then the other side, if you if you're comfortable, I don't know how you. I mean, it may be an unfair question, but I don't mean it to be, Doug. Sure. Is one side is the industry preparing to respond to what they've just experienced. The other side is the consumer, if you will. You know, is it a motivator to win a trip? And wh- what do you think? I, I know it's awful early, but. What are you seeing, and what what is your professional opinion about the you know, kind of the demand side of the equation? Well, what we're seeing immediately, and this affected our business straight on, is most of 2020. There are some large events that are going to occur that I'm even being invited to and hosted. I'm not sure they're going to happen. Our biggest industry event is called IMEX. It's in Las Vegas in September. It usually draws about twenty, thirty thousand people from around the world. I'm not sure if that actually is going to happen. So far, we're still signed up to go to that. From my, I work with clients across about 20 different verticals, from food and beverage to agricultural, and everybody is in a pause state right now. They're kind of waiting to see where this is going to play out. Most of our discussions for future opportunities are in 2021 at this point, and so that's kind of where we are. Um, but again, I think that people are starting to wake up and we'll be talking more. We're going to do a webinar in the end of June. So we were going to do it right around now, and then we decided and said it's too early. People just aren't ready to talk meetings and events yet. They're just not ready to get moving because many of them are just going back to work in their companies because they've been furloughed or they've been working from home, et cetera. So our consumers are carefully moving forward, and they're asking for a lot of guidance, and they're asking us to say, you know, they're really into the risk part of it, the reporting, and how, we're gonna, how they're going to communicate with their attendees that it is safe to go because there's a whole liability side of the business as well. If um, they do, let's say, an incentive program, Rick, you participate in something and then you get sick from this and you didn't have the proper communication, we've got that to deal with too. Yeah, the uh, you know I've been on a number of webinars. You alluded to that, and um, getting a lot of great information. Frankly, it was one thing and a difficult decision to close down parts of the economy or the whole economy. It seems particularly challenging as leaders, both on the political side, the health side, and then maybe thirdly the business side, figure out how to reopen it 
so that they're creating a, a workplace that is, to your point, safe and clean, but also one where it's productive, where people are coming to work and actually, um, you know, focused on the job at hand. So I, I think what we're facing right now in this phase of the COVID-19 crisis is is every bit as challenging to get people back to work as as it has been for the first eight weeks that we've been through this. So thank you, Doug Wheeler, for a thoughtful discussion. I, I'm going to turn it back sure. to you, though, now. And you know, in this time of, you know, there's pressure and stress, you've had to make some unpleasant decisions in your business. And, you know, no one likes to do that. And surveys are saying that, you know, a lot of people are experiencing higher levels of stress now because of the externalities of this crisis. And I'm wondering, what do you do to balance the demands that are placed on you by the business and your life? You know, what's your stress? We have this philosophy of work, self-life balance, you know, work-life balance is one thing, but you need to be a little bit selfish with your own energy so that you're available to care for others, got to care for yourself, to care for others. Doug, what do you do to recharge your batteries and make you available for your people and your clients? Well, for me, this has been an amazing opportunity to pause, reflect, re-energize, and think about where I really want to go with my career and my business. I've gone through I actually went through kind of, I look at this almost from a four-tier standpoint. Stage one was damage control and realignment, really working closely with clients to move, cancel existing business, renegotiate agreements, reduce, restructure team and alliance relationships, et cetera. And then I got into stage two very quickly, which was a massive purge. In my case, it was spent purging 25 years of business records, tax records, it was interesting. I, I probably shredded, and I finally hired a professional firm to help me, who I would highly recommend, by the way, that came to my home, and we shredded probably close to a 1,000 pounds of paper. And that immediately just got me a chance to finally sit back and, and see my procrastination pile come down off of my wall in my home office for once and made me feel much better and got me thinking. So the other thing, too, in terms of re-energizing is, once they did reopen some of the beaches and the areas to walk here in San Diego, I've been trying to walk five to eight miles a day. Just get out and walk. And and then just um, really I've reached out to a number of people in our database, which we've cleaned up. And I've reached out to close to nine or 10,000 people in mailings to say, look, I would love to have a conversation. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm a resource for you, but it's more than – I just want to hear where you are, you know, where you position. And these are industries all over. They're also vendors and suppliers to us globally. So that has been huge for us as well. So I'm still on that uh, reflecting page, I'm going to say. Um, mm -hmm. What I'm thinking as I move forward where I might want to be in business is to really strategically advise companies and individuals that are going through hard times right now and trying to figure out where to go, whether that be in the hospitality industry because I have hotel background, whether it be in um, other entrepreneurial ventures because certainly mine has been a, a roller coaster as, as we've gone along here. So it's been a um, – it was really weird at first to actually not have to – get up and go to work every single day and stay re stay energized. But um, I'm starting to get some really good clarity moving forward. That's excellent. Thank you for taking us through the phases kind of of it. It's, I've took, I took notes on that. So I, I, if you don't mind, I might share some of that with, um, I'm giving a talk here in a couple of weeks and I, I think you gave me sure. some insight into how to maybe position the, what people should be going through as leaders. So thank you, Doug. 
Yeah, I'd say right now stage three is around the corner, which is called re-engagement kind of, mm-hmm. getting people sort of starting to reignite. Um, another thing I did, too, which I wanted to share with you was I, I do have a uh, young lady that is um, just graduated from San Diego State from the hotel travel management program there and the meetings and events program. And I took her on as an intern. I did not want to release her. You know, we pay her. And, you know, sure, it would have been easy to lay her off. And I said, look, why don't we work on my LinkedIn profile? So mm. we added 500 people in the last two months to LinkedIn. And they weren't, you know, they're actually people that I'm reaching out to and saying, let's talk about incentivizing. Let's talk about this time. What does your business look like? And we've really been concentrating on executives in San Diego. So um, I've had some really good conversations. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, the talk that I'm giving is on kind of the uh, – it. it's still – on. We don't have a formal title for it, but in my mind, it's kind of like the opportunity that is in the crisis. And what have we, what have other companies, how have other companies benefited from, you know, kind of the, where's the innovation come from when sort of necessity is the mother of invention, if you know what I mean? Sometimes when you're out of options or when you, what you used to do isn't working, you have no choice but to figure out something else. And many times for entrepreneurs, that can be a very liberating experience for them because what they may do next may be even bigger and better than what they were doing. So I don't want to be yeah, a Paula Anna, but there is opportunity here. And I, I like to say this too will pass and the sun <laughs> shall shine brighter, believe me, on the other side. I mean, there are so many things we've been through where you thought, oh, my God, this is it. Think of the last <laughs> recession. Uh, and then it always... I've told some people who are really in a panic in my industry, especially on the hotel side, um, I said, look, let's, if you can make it there, let's talk again a year from now. I guarantee our life will be back to, somewhat back to normal. There may be a reemergence of disease, but by then we'll, first of all, we have the political season coming up, so I, I won't talk about that, but that's going to be, get the media really excited. So they're going to have to talk about somebody, other, something other than COVID at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One one last question since you're a sure. you're a three you're a three beat here on Critical Mass Radio Show. This is actually yep. your fourth time on our program over the years that we've been doing the show and uh, you know, I'm going to have you back on in the future. You know, I don't know when it's going to be, but it definitely want you back on the show and you know, maybe it's unfair to ask you this time, but you know, where do you think you're going directionally? What's the compass pointing to, Doug, for you? Well, like I said, um I've had a lot of time to reflect and think. Uh, this is the industry I know, and I still come to work with this passion to work with others and to learn every day. I, have, I work in a fascinating business because what happens to me is when I'm talking to major companies, they're letting me into their inner sanctum, and they're saying, hey, we have this new product, or we have this challenge, or we have this goal. How can you help us through an event or a meeting or an incentive to get to where we're trying to be? So I still find that really exciting. Um, I've always liked that. That's why I've been in it. I've been in it over 25 years, but um, just with this business, this part of it. So I also uh, like part of something that uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said about um, drinking the wild air. So that's what's good about my business is every day something new. So I think I'm going to try to work towards whether it be strategic advising or consulting, taking the really entrepreneurial things that I've learned and experienced and try to help others. Um, I am going to keep my business open. I do have some great clients, but I think I'm going to really select, hand-select clients that I want to work with going forward. Rather than having 40 clients doing 120 events, which is really full-time when you have a small company, I may, I may reduce that down to some really key ones that I want to develop as friends and uh, 
help in a business sense. Well, my friend, back. as always, I enjoy my time that I get to spend with you. When it's socially approved and you're back in Orange County, let's make sure yep. we get a chance to get together and and uh, just kind of spend some time together. I always enjoy being in your company, Doug Wheeler. Thank you for being a friend of the program, a long-term friend of the program, and uh, nothing but con- well, nothing but great success for you in the next great. 25 years of what you're doing. <laughs> we'll see how we do. So thanks for your time, Rick. I really appreciate it. All right, Doug. Thanks, my friend. Take care. Take good care. I'd like to thank Paul Roberts, the engineer for today's show, and our engineers. I mean, our producers. Excuse me. He's the engineer. Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer, Vanessa Holland. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.